What's good, everybody? This is episode, what is it, five? We're on episode five now. Shit, man, that's, that's, that's more than I thought we'd do. <laughs> no lie. I didn't think we'd make it this, this far. What do you mean we wouldn't make it this Come on, just because yeah, you're, you're right. easy, yeah, doesn't No, matter. you guys set the bar low, so like once you once you get there, you can pat yourself in the back. Yo, it's like our ball league. I expect us to win one game, we make it to the finals. That's right. <laughs> like, so, in, so that was like a winning... Yeah. It's a winning season for us. That's true, that's true. But anyways, uh, episode 5, boys and girls, ladies, gentlemen, everybody in between. Uh, we're going to talk about... What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about... Um, we'll talk about Ramadan for, yes. for a little bit. Yes. We promised that last week as well. Yeah. Last episode. Uh, uh, we're going to give talk everybody... Of- like, this is going to be more for the people who don't know about Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Right, so clearly for the white people and yeah, basically, basically, uh, and then we'll get into about the tragedy that happened over the weekend a little bit, not too much, because you know there's not much more that you can say mm-hmm. other than what's already been said, and then we'll talk about the NBA, how it's gonna return, the plans, playoff formats, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. All right, sounds good. So, yeah, this is a very special podcast because it is the first podcast where we have snacks in front of us. Yeah. And I can eat. That's right. Yeah. My guy can finally be hydrated. It sucks because that was just water. Yo, they don't even know that. Yeah, that's true. It's not water. It was ginger ale. Ginger ale. (laughs) All right, so uh, start us off, yo. What's Ramadan about? Oh shit, you're putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, I have no clue. Like, a little bit of. Okay. So, I mean, um, yeah. Practice. I should know more. <laughs> Hanging out with all the Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, um, just the. Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm not a Muslim. I'm a Buddhist, so, which is why I don't know much about Ramadan. <laughs> but I should know because all my closest friends are. Muslims. No man, it's all it's all good, yo. That's why I'm here. Uh, so basically, Ramadan is a month in the Islamic calendar. So um, for 30 days, this month is a very special month for us. Uh, we follow the lunar cal- calendar, so it goes from new moon to new moon. Um, so basically, for 30 days, we kind of devote ourselves mostly to religion and to peacefulness and to um, just like being developed towards God and whatnot, right? One thing we do during Ramadan is we fast from sunrise to sunset while this man opens up a box of chips. Yeah. So yeah, as soon as the sun comes up, we stop eating. So that means food, water, um, pleasures of the mind and soul. You know, you're not supposed to be... Not the flesh. <laughs> of the flesh, true. You're not supposed to be doing things that are like unproductive. You're supposed to continue your daily life. You can't just like, you know, not eat and sleep all day because that's pointless. Mm-hmm. And the whole reasoning for us to be putting ourselves through these stresses like fasting and abstaining from a whole bunch of different things is number one, the uh, uh, abstaining from food and water <laughs> brings us closer to people in this world that actually can't afford to have food and water on the regular. Yeah. So for, you know, 12 to 18 hours a day, we actually kind of feel what our brothers feel all over the world. And sisters. And brothers and sisters. And everybody in between. Yeah. 
Another thing is, um, when you bring your mind to a place of kind of self, it's almost like a mental self-isolation. Because yeah. I can't go out and, you know, have dinner with my boys or lunch with my boys. I can't go partying. You know, we shouldn't be listening to music and whatnot. So you kind of like reflect on yourself and do what needs to be done. Yeah. And does that... What is that like though? Like, um, like, do you actively think about what you just said? Kind of? Yes and no. So... I am not, I am far from being a perfect Muslim. Neither is just about everybody else. Like, every, like everybody, you, know, you can't be perfectly devoted to your religion, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah, I understand. Perfection is a state of mind that's unachievable because all we can do as humans is get better. Yeah. So every year I try to get better with all my uh, devotions whatnot. You know, I end up listening to music, I go on social media, I let myself be distracted by everything. So I don't actively think about it. But I do find during these 30 days, I am like closer to God. Right. You know, not trying to make this too religious, but... No, that I'm, this... I'm pretty sure if anybody out there who has been fasting for the last mm-hmm. month, you probably attest to that. Yeah. Right? There's a part of you. Like, I, I'm guessing, and this is more than, I guess, more than any other time that all Muslims are connected, right? Like, uh, there's that sense of connection there. Yeah. So, there's also a couple of different things that happens in Ramadan in terms of, like, connecting Muslims is um, we break our fast at sunset, and we usually have, like, a bigger feast, and we usually do it with family together. Iftar. Yeah. Iftar. Yeah. So one thing is, like, I have been kind of adamant about this, like, SK has been at my house many years with our, I usually throw, like, two parties a year for my boys. Um, we go to our different friends' houses, we go to family members' houses, and um, <clears throat> unfortunately this year, due to uh, COVID-19, we haven't been able to do that. Right, it's been a, it's so mostly been a Zoom flex, not even. Not even, right? Like, Zoom, yeah. it's a really weird situation not being able to do that. Another thing that we do as Muslims is uh, we do a prayer at night, which usually most, like a lot of men especially, go to mosques to do the prayer. It's like a longer prayer that we do, again, you know, trying to bring ourselves closer to God and whatnot. And that's a whole other thing because you go to the mosque, and again, I have far from it, it I struggle with going to mosque for this because I'm lazy. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, a lot of people like, <laughs> man, like I, I think especially when you're 25, you're not mature, you're not old enough to understand what's uh what your religion actually stands for mm-hmm. i feel like you get the concept mm-hmm. but you're not ma- mature enough to sort of let that settle in sink in right i'm the same place in with my religion too mm-hmm. like i don't think people say oh meditate this that i'm like yo i'm 25 like how often know, do you go to a temple like never like once twice a year oh okay, okay. but like my mom dad we pray yeah. Almost every day. They pray mm-hmm. every day. In fact, in the morning, since I dropped my mom off, we I, I actually play a YouTube clip for like 30 minutes. That's like a prayer. Okay. Supposed to bring like a relax you, bring good luck, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not good luck, like keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Sort of, right? And But again, she asked me a couple of days ago, do you listen? Like, are you listening to this? I'm like, sort of, but not really. Because mm-hmm. that, that was the truth. Like, I can't, I don't know. I can't uh, just digest 
what's in there just yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'll come down as I mature and my testosterone levels go down. <laughs> Yo, don't say that, man. Our test levels should not be going down anytime soon. Yeah, that's true. So all this fucking iron I've been pumping is not going down. <laughs> oh, quick question though. What language is your prayer? Are your prayers in? Oh, I should know this. It's like uh. But it's not Sinhalese. something. Something Indian, yeah. But it's not Sinhalese. No, no. Okay, it's, okay. Uh, oh yeah, let me get back to that. And do you understand that language though? No. no okay, so that that's close. that's that's my not point too. That, that's the kind of point I wanted to get out. Is that like Muslims, we do all our prayers in Arabic, but I barely know. Like I know like four or five words. Yeah. So a lot of times I'm making prayers, I have no idea what I'm saying. Right. So one thing that I do find myself doing, especially during Ramadan, is like. Again, being such a holy month, I'm like, you know what? Let me just, like, figure out what I'm saying. Like, what am I saying to God when I'm saying, like, these words, these sounds, right? So then that's something that I found this wrong that I did. Sanskrit. Sanskrit, okay. Right, right. Yeah, funny enough, like, you know, Bangla letters came from Sanskrit letters. Yeah. Right? Like, makes sense, man. I guess the entire subcontinent, like, has the same type of letters. Yeah. A lot of curvy stuff. From what I gather, curvy letters, curvy women. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> not in this party. Okay, no, no. see, like Ramadan ended, I'm already talking like some BS. What's wrong with me? Nah, dude, it's just like I said, testosterone. <laughs> I'm on testy levels. Yeah, so what I was saying, going back, is uh, it was a really, really weird Ramadan not being able to, you know, have like iftar with my boys, not being able to go to the mosque, and then another thing that we usually do is. We usually stay up late during Ramadan. Yeah. And, like, we have, like, late night dinners and, like, we go to restaurants at, like, 3 a.m. to eat because, like, that's the only time we can eat. Yeah. This year couldn't do any of that. It was very lonely. Uh, And so the last 10 days of Ramadan is, like, the most special 10 days of the month itself. So the entire month is special as it is. And then the last days are super special because it was, um, it's told in our religion that our Prophet Muhammad was actually brought up to heaven to speak to God during one of these things. We don't know exactly. They say it's during one of the odd nights of the last 10 days. We don't know exactly what night it is. A lot of people practice it being on the 27th night. But, you know, like, that's up to, you know, discretion of our scholars and whatnot. What I was taught was it's one of the odd nights. So I can't guarantee any of this information. Mm -hmm. No? Mm -hmm. Like, as in a lot of religion, we practice based on faith and not based on full knowledge because... God knows it is impossible, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so like the last 10 days, again, that's a special thing. Like that 27th night, even last year, what happened was my family, um, my, my parents, my sister, we met up with my cousins. We all went to mosque together. And then after mosque, we all went to, I guess, breakfast. It was around like 3 o'clock in the morning. It was lit, man. The entire family were at a restaurant. The restaurant's right. packed. Like, the Muslim community in Toronto is quite big, so it was a lot of fun. It's Yeah, it's lit more so in a family togetherness mm-hmm. type of way, not like Liddy lit, like, you know. Yeah, yeah we're not, no one's getting turned up. Yeah, yeah, it's not bangers. like turn up lit. Yeah, it's but like then, very... after all this ends, comes Eid, which gets lit. Yeah. That's when we start turning up, you know, we have parties. So one thing the uh, we do, regular Eids, is um, you go to... It's a long day. You spend an entire 30 days of fasting. A lot of people lose weight. A lot of people actually gain weight, which is surprising. It makes sense, though. Like, 
Because you're eats terrible. Yeah, you eat terrible. Yeah, we eat pretty terrible food for iftar, and you're binge eating at night. Yeah. So like you're and in uh, general too, like what we put in our bodies, like mm. rice and this and that. Like, yeah, especially doing all that right before you sleep. Yeah. But yeah, so the thing is on Eid, especially a guy like me who loses weight, I gotta make up all that weight. So we go to different houses and we just start eating yeah, some like birani, some curry, yeah, some keep munch away. Keep munch away. Like a, a typical year, I'll go between like eight and ten houses during the day, eating. You know, at every single house, not a lot for each house. Yeah, and me too. I I tag along. <laughs> and yeah, then these three or four houses. And then there's a party at one of our houses at night. Yeah. I just chill out, relax, get into like wrestle. Yeah. But it's, yeah, this year was a huge bummer, man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's what it is. What can you do, right? Yeah. Another thing that happened this year, I'm just going to, sorry, just to go back to this. Eid, we had our morning prayer. And usually our morning prayer is done huge. Like, my family likes to go to, like, the biggest prayer in Toronto, which is down in downtown. Usually at the CNE. There they have, like, anywhere I'd say between, like, twelve to 15,000 people. Seriously, dude, it's huge. Like when I say like, you can get lost in there. Like I remember year in years past before everyone had cell phones, we would get lost and be stuck there, being like, okay, "Fuck, where's my mom? <laughs> where's right, everybody?" Right? right? Jeez, like man. before we go in, we'd like That's you know, hectic. pick like there's so many people, and then there's usually like festivals. There's and you can imagine, especially in the CNE, they have all this room. They have like rides and stuff for kids. Um, they have like some of the bigger mosques in Toronto too. Yeah. But again, this year, couldn't do any of that. We ended up doing a Zoom prayer. So, had my laptop, you know, had like a person speaking. Me and my family were in my living room. We all, we all had decked out though. That's mm-hmm. the one thing my sister like Im- like implied. She's like, no, we're all going to get dressed up and we're all going to do this. So, we all got decked out. We just like sat in our living room. We had breakfast together. Then we're just kind of like looking at each other what we're going to do. No, but that's still sick, man. Yeah. At least you didn't completely abandon that. Yeah. Body, right? Still had that going. So speak a little about, so obviously, I, I don't know, I don't know what it's like to be a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it's not like you can hide your religion during this month. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you know, either way, it's going to come out one way or another. Somebody mm-hmm. gives you whatever, water, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm fasting. How's that treatment been? Because especially given the fact that we're all, you, you know, you're in an environment where you work with other people, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. How's that been? So Just curious. This has been the first time I've been in a situation where I'm the only Muslim. So in yeah, years past, yeah, like when I was at school, you know, there was other Muslims there during this month. When I was working, there was other Muslims there. Um, a couple of years ago, SK and I worked at a small engineering firm. And even there, it was like manual labor, but I had Muslim co-workers that kind of... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had you know, quite a bit of Muslim co-workers yeah, there. Yeah, over there, right? Yeah. So this year, working at this finan- like a financial institution, um, I was the only... Mo- granted, like, because of co- the COVID shutdown, um, like, I don't even work in retail banking anymore. I work um, helping out, like, phone lines and whatnot. So there's only six people in my office, but I was the only Muslim. And there was actually a guy there who had never heard of, like, people fasting during Ramadan and stuff. Right. So, one of my friends there actually, like, she knows all about it. Mm-hmm. Right? She, like, was, like, completely, yeah, you know, she's seen this before because she's grown up in Toronto. So, this other coworker of mine grew up in Vaughan. And I guess, like, he was never exposed to it as much. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he had a lot of questions. And um, 
it was more so of a place of curiosity than anything. Yeah, yeah, right? and as like, it should be. As yeah, he would like offer me food and stuff. I'm just like, yo, I can't have any. It was kind of awkward because like, since there's only six people, everyone is always bringing in like there was candy there. Yeah. There was cake. There was like a birthday. There was um, we found out one of my coworkers got pregnant, so she there was a cake for her. Um, at least twice a week, our manager. God, like both our managers, God bless their souls. Like they're super nice people. Brought in food from outside, and I'm just sitting there, like waiting, being like, "Can't eat any yeah. of this." Like one day they brought California sandwiches, and like I was like, "Yo, I really want this, man." I, I, I'm pretty sure I would have broken my fast many, many, many <laughs> times. Yeah, that's what my buddy was saying too. He's like, "Yo, he would have broken his fast like multiple times." I'm just like. Yeah. Listen, man, that speaks to, at, at least, like, you know, that speaks to the respect and thing you have for your religion, right? Like, I feel like the fact that you restrained yourself, that's, like, something to... Yeah. Something Dude, to be proud of. I realize, like, a lot of this stuff, especially with food, like, I've, I've mentioned this before, I have a really weird thing with food. Is I'm super lucky that I'm skinny, but I eat, like, crap. Like, I see junk food, I eat it. Yeah, that's my problem yeah, and like yeah. I've gone out of my way to buy junk food so much right but then during this month I literally ate like I ate z- almost zero junk food I had like a couple popsicles like three popsicles and cookies no seriously I had three popsicles and cookies yeah. twice during the entire 30 days right and that's just because sorry like, we're gonna make up for it this month <laughs> yo we're sitting in front of us we got uh we got Pringles and some fucking what chocolate is that? cookies what is this stickle yeah, there you go it's like these uh what more do you want yeah you're right so I feel like it's more of a mental thing because like I didn't really feel physically hungry too much. Right, right. And uh, fortunately enough, like since I was in an enclosed environment, I wasn't really... You like, had AC and all that stuff. I had AC right? and stuff, so, so I, was, I didn't get dehydrated. The couple of days we played soccer and ball, I got dehydrated. That was bad. I can sense like... Yeah. yeah. Especially... Your, your soul was like pretty close to leaving your body. <laughs> the day before times. Eid was the toughest day the day where soccer yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a soccer yeah the fucking mass feet just kept on running and running like an animal I don't understand what's wrong with this guy he's like yo let's go run laps did he fast? yeah he fasted he always fasted yeah. like, he's really good at that though there you go but like yeah it's been more of a mental it's just like mentally being like okay I don't need these uh thing cat like <clears throat> dude my manager bought like three bags of these Cadbury mini eggs and I'm just like, yo, I can't have this. I can't have this. I can't have this. Yeah. And then on Monday, there was, like, out of those three bags, one bag was still untouched. I finished half bag by myself. There you go. And one day, my manager pointed out, he's like, hey, look, the one day you're not fasting. Look what happened to all the eggs. I'm like, it is what, what it is, is, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's good. No, man. You know, we do it, we do it for our souls. We do it for to make ourselves realize that hey a lot of people are unfortunate out there man a lot of people i chose not to eat a lot of people don't have that choice that choice is made for them so then what are they doing yeah it's good though i guess it allows you to feel some sympathy and empathy right yeah um speaking of sympathy and empathy uh tragic thing happened on monday the 25th yeah, yeah. George Floyd, a black man in uh, Minneapolis, right? Minneapolis, yeah, passed away due to police brutality. Yeah. Um, like, it's almost like, I, I didn't understand what the hell was, there were people around, people recording, So and it got to a point where he just died. 
right then and there. No, he he didn't or, die right then. He died in hospital. Oh right, I mean, the yeah, damage but, was done mm-hmm. then and there. Do you, did you did you understand why the cops even showed up there? No, see, so like I've done like zero research on this. Okay. So I'm not sure what went on there. I don't know how this came about. Mm-hmm. One thing for sure, nobody deserves to have their fucking, you know, neck get stomped up by, like, knee, right? Like, I don't even know what the hell that was. Yeah, literally the cop, like, had him... So the video that I saw was the cop was on top of him with his knee on it on, on his George's neck. neck. On George's neck. Yeah. And at this point, like, he's... Yelling, and he's put significant amount of pressure on it. Yeah, dude. And right. it's not like he's just, you know, sometimes you can just place the neck in there mm-hmm. and be like, well, don't move. But this guy was legitimately putting pressure on it. Yeah, and dude, George, like, like Mr. Flo was begging for his life. Yeah. Like, it was brutal. So, I did, like, I tried looking at the police report and whatnot. I still couldn't find the reasoning. Like, I know I found the reason they have on the police report. So, basically, he was at a deli and there was a complaint about a um, attempted forgery. The fuck does that mean? So it's called attempt. So the, the whole thing that I read was what, like the actual. You know, fake money? What? It didn't even say fake money, fake ID, nothing. It just says attempted forgery. Right? It's a deli, so it has to. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. And so then they came and the police report said that he was in his car and he was intoxicated. They said okay. that he was intoxicated in his car and he was. And so the reason they had to apply all that force was. He was resisting arrest. Right. But according to the people, according to the person who recorded it, and apparently there's another, I only saw the... So the fact that he was in handcuffs, <laughs> I guess that's not enough resistance, right? Whatever. No, no, okay, okay. But that, that being that being said, okay. So the the police report was very shoddy too. Like I was reading the well, police report. I'm just like, yo, be, but... I couldn't make heads or tails. I'm like, okay. So they came in saying that he was attempting forgery. Of what? I don't know. Right. And then they said that he was intoxicated in his car, and they had. And then when he got out of his car, he was resisting arrest, right? Mm-hmm. But a bystander said that he just came out of his like they came up to him. They don't know about the whole attempted forgery thing because that's when the bystander was there. They came up to him. They put him in handcuffs first, and he complied. But then they threw him on the ground and had him like that. Another thing is, like, in the video itself, when he's on the ground, like, getting choked out, he's actually, like, begging, being like, can I have some water? Can you explain what's going on? Like, and then he started calling for his mama. Like, at one point, he actually, like, he's like, his stomach was hurting, couldn't breathe. Disgusting. Man, that actually gave me, like, uh, what was that, 2014, the gentleman that passed away. Right. From police brutality. His, His line was, I couldn't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, yeah. So now I know the guy got fired and I know there's protests right outside the police station. So there's four of them at the scene. There's four cops at the scene. Two were in the video and yeah, two were Yeah, they deserve to lose their jobs permanently. All four of them got fired. I think more so than that, like, there needs to be actions punish- taken. Punishment, right? There should be punishment like, because, like, literally you've killed a man at this point. Yeah, they, they should be charged for murder, gross negligence. Like, there has to be certain steps. Right. I'm pretty sure the right lawyer can actually bring up a class action lawsuit. I don't know. I don't know you what don't... I'm talking about, but <laughs> same time, like, so there could be some action taken. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there has to be some level of fear for people in these 
I guess, authoritative positions that they can just go on about doing shit just because, you know, they got handcuffs and weapons and whatnot. Like, police is supposed to serve the community and act as a figure of, you know, they're supposed to be like heroes, right? When you're mm-hmm. when you're a kid, you're supposed to look at as a policeman as a hero. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I mean, I don't even know, like, how it got to this, this level of, uh, I guess, fucked upness. <laughs> Man, that's the thing, like, in the last couple of weeks, it's not, like, since quarantine started, this hasn't been the only big case that's popped up. Yeah, I'm sure. There's I'm been a sure. lot of, like, cases that's popping up. I, uh, good thing is, it's only happened in the States, like... In a weird way, like, you know, Canada doesn't have that problem. Yeah, it's true. You know, you can look at our police forces. I'm sure there's plenty of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Some mistakes here and there you can dig up. Mm-hmm. But there's no notable ones. Like, you, you, me, you can feel safe around the cop. Like, it's not like... Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> I still don't feel safe. <laughs> you don't feel safe, I but still don't I feel safe. safe. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's the that's the messed up part. It's like a pol- Member of the police are supposed to be respected by the community. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be the protectors, right? Mm-hmm. When you're actually killing people. Yeah. What kind of... So, like, my question is, it's like, I know before you join a police academy, this, that, that, and that, you're supposed to do all these tests, right? Yeah. Psychological, this, that, that. Mm-hmm. But is it just like a one-time thing? So, I don't know. Like, is, it, is it being done every five years? Every three years? I honestly think you like they should have a psych evaluation every year. Something. Whatever. Right? Like, like that, that guy, there was a picture, and I'm sure it wasn't Photoshopped or nothing. That guy gave zero fucks. Yeah. And that's a cop. That's, that's a guy supposed to play this role as a person who's supposed to be abiding the law, protecting him, whatever, whatever. But this motherfucker was... You know, he, he didn't give a shit. He, re- dude, and So, like, I feel like there's a s- systematic issue at hand here. I, I think, as weird as this sounds, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more than racism. I don't think it's just racism. I think there's, like, a co- complex level of... There's a complex issue at hand. No, you gotta say, okay, you gotta say, yeah, there's a complex issue at hand, but that issue starts from racism. And the reason is, because, like... There's cases where there's been white people, like, I don't want to turn this into a race war, but it is becoming a race war. There's it places, has it, yeah, I feel like, yeah. There's places where, like, white people are in worse situations, but are getting up a lot easier. I just saw a clip from three weeks ago, I forgot the gentleman's name, yeah. but basically this dude had a machete in one hand and a kitchen knife in the other, and he was swinging at the cops. And the cops took him in safely without killing him, without hurting him even. Right. Dude had a machete and a knife. Where where was this though? See that south see, down south in the states. Okay. I forget exactly where it was. Because it was, like it, that's the problem, right? Sometimes we can bring out an example of a good and bad, but it's almost you know it could be a different police station who's never had this type of issue. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not saying it's, there's no racism involved. There's definitely racism involved because otherwise it, it, this wouldn't happen this often, right? Yeah. But what's the issue? Why are cops this fucked up? Yeah. Right? But, like, again, why... Is it low pay? Mm -hmm. Is it just fucking next level stress? Is it, you know, are the 
are they having all these psychological issues, but are they just given fucking prescription medication? Are like, oh, here's your regular dosage. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Is it like the cumulative effect of that? Right? Mm-hmm. What's... Why is everybody so on edge and fucked up right now? Being a cop? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. These cops do need to get, like, better evaluation. Um, Especially cops in demographics where, like... In populations where there's like a demographic of young black males, yeah, they need to definitely fix their shit over there because that's where all this shit's happening. Yeah, like anytime there's Minneapolis a, is that like predominantly black area? I think isn't Minneapolis in Minnesota? I think yeah, it, yeah, I think that's more like, white than anything. Okay, so then that kind of makes sense. Racism <laughs> kind of yeah. makes sense. Anytime right? where yeah, these right. white fools want to protect their people and keep... yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, I'm glad everybody on social media has reacted the way they have. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they got fired. I'm glad that even the city, the town, they've been protesting. Yeah. I just saw a clip. It was all white people that was protesting. So, I mean, but that's a good that's a good start. Definitely a good start. Like, if you, as a community, feel ashamed of your police station, mm-hmm. local police station, then that's a good sign, at least. Yeah. No, no, I agreed. Um, one right. thing, so now, the whole protesting situation is kind of awkward right now. Again, because of COVID, is protesting the safest way to do it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it works yeah. more than anything. No. You're right, safety is always a concern, but mm-hmm. and sometimes when you're so emotionally rattled like that, yeah. It's even tough to properly protest, right? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. But now, okay, so this is another thing. In these pro I don't know if you've seen them, but cops are actually starting to use excessive force during these protests to break them up. And they're using COVID as a clutch, as a crutch in using this excessive force. Like, they just tear-gassed a group in the States protesting this situation. Really? They just literally just tear-gassed them. Mm-hmm. And it was a simple protest going down the street, and they used COVID as a there you go. There, there you go. What gives them the power and the right? Like, what is happening that that's their solution? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like um, I know we just took did like a quick hot take on it. Yeah, but we would very much like one day to do some sort of in depth research into this mm-hmm. and see what we can dig up. I think we gotta do that soon. And I think we got to do that with um, our boy that works in... We do have a couple of people that actually work in law enforcement, maybe. I don't know how much they can, you know, so they feel we comfortable have, talking. We whatever. have friends working in law enforcement. We also have a friend who works with um, underprivileged youth in Toronto. Yeah. Working in, like, predominantly um, black areas, predominantly immigrant areas. In Canada, however. In Canada, yeah. So their lifestyle is going to be... Their experience is going to be slightly different, but... He has good takes on it. So we are going to do it. Just wanted to kind of touch him up because we are recording today. This happened very recently. Yeah. One good thing is I see like LeBron and um, LeBron, Shannon Sharp, Curry. A lot of people are bringing this up being like, yeah. it's Man, not okay. Got to give uh, respect to LeBron. Not once has this guy been silent on any of these issues. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. So... Go for him, man. And listen, this is what Kaepernick. This is the reason why Kaepernick's not in the league right now. Yes, we can talk yeah, about he how. Took that knee, yeah, I know, but see that. Remember how we were talking about Michael Jordan's, uh, I guess, political activism. Yeah. Like, a couple of episodes back. Yeah. You know, I think 
Kaepernick is the it's the closest thing that we've seen a person trying to do something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think if he talked all that shit on Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he'd still be in the league. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he took that knee on that day, mm-hmm. was it Independence Day or Memorial Day, whatever, mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it sent shockwaves. And then that was the end of his career. Like, But that being said, he actually got consulted by a war vet about that. Do you know that? No. So he actually called, like, talked to someone from the U.S. Army. And right. basically, he initially didn't want to knee. He initially just wanted to sit. And when this vet found out, the vet actually reached out to him. And then they had a conversation. And the vet was just like, you don't have the right to sit during the National Anthem. Do not sit. But do what we do for our fallen brothers on the battlefield. Which is take a knee. Take a knee. So what what um, thing the military does is when their brothers in arms fall, they take a knee. Mm-hmm. And so this was like, so he's not disrespecting the army. Yeah, but yeah, that, you know. Right, so a lot, a lot of people. The media come, has a way of portraying mm-hmm. a certain message. And they did it very successfully. Very successfully. Well, now he doesn't have a job. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's like everybody's on edge, man. No one's taking, no one's in the middle anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you got to realize, I don't know what the fuck went through the one cop. Who had his knee on this gentleman's neck, mm-hmm. and the three other cops who were just fucking doodling around, doing nothing. Yeah, they probably found it enjoyable. That's the fucked up part. That's fucked. That's what I'm saying. That's what. Imagine the chemicals that has to be fucking wrong with these people. Mm-hmm. They're they're probably so numb to these situations. Yeah. That it becomes like they don't understand that they're dealing with a human life. Yeah. Right? And that's the messed up thing. No, no. You know what something else messed up is? Um, The lawyer for the cop, for one of the cops, actually went out and said, we shouldn't be passing any judgment on these cops right now because it's too hot of an issue. We should let everything settle down before we take any steps. The fuck does that even mean? That means prolong shit so that shit doesn't get done. Yeah. It's basically what like my lawyer says about my speeding tickets. <laughs> yeah. Keeps delaying my court date so that yeah. uh, the process is too long. Here's the thing. Like lawyers, I don't know who the... F- I mean, I guess it. that's a lawyer from the, hired by the police or something like that. I, guess so, I, I yeah. don't know. Anyways, I guess he's just doing his job. Look, man. One thing I do... That's got to be a shit, shit day for that lawyer. Could you imagine? Hey, man. If you're a lawyer, it's whoever pays you more. Uh, they, they definitely have a moral compass somewhere. Do they? They must, on some level. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure even OJ's lawyer fucking had. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. What's a, what, what, was, what, was a law, what was the main lawyer? I know uh, Rob, uh, I think Kim Kardashian's dad was part of the team. Yeah. But what was the main lawyer? I forget. Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Something Shapiro. Oh, sounds like Ben Shapiro's dad. <laughs> One thing I do have to say that you brought up before we we're gonna jump to the NBA suit. One thing that you brought up was like you saw white people protesting too. I think in situations about race, situations about immigration, all these type of situations, white people do need to stand up. Yeah, because it's like uh, you're unfortunately it's your color that, that, that is labeled as the enemy, mm-hmm. right? It's easier, it like, sucks. you know, when we see racism against immigrants in the country, when we see racism against, like, other people, 
it's the citizens, like say, for example, if you're on a bus and there's a racist on the bus yelling at, you know, uh, a, a person who doesn't speak the language properly, like a, a Spanish, an Indian, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Chinese, right? A citizen of that country should be the one defending him, not another immigrant. Because when it's another immigrant, it's just like, oh, it's just him helping out his friend. No, 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 no. I think anybody a- should do it, but it's just, it's going to be perceived that way. I feel like you can't, you can't, you know, stop that, right? No, but like, if it's another citizen of that country that like, I'm not, like, just, just the, you know, thing, right? If it's someone who can speak, who seems like you, who speaks like you, it's easier to diffuse the situation if it's that person rather than like another person that you don't understand right that depends though like you gotta have some some people some people just don't have the guts to do it sometimes yeah i know you can't be you can't have that against them but i definitely feel like if somebody of that color race Mm -hmm. not race because you don't know the race of all like whatever yeah that color citizen stands up and defends it look it's certainly good mm-hmm. but here's the thing i've been in a bus where this uh native indian person mm-hmm. just started going off in the bus about how everybody else stole their land and that everybody a brown guy a fucking chinese guy and a white guy just ganged up on this dude after <laughs> but it was just verbal like yeah no, but that's like a different that's like a situation where like this native american guy probably like you know has some sort of issue like there's there's no like there's got to be something wrong with the person to start something on a bus yeah the same way there's got to be wrong with the cop to be like putting his knee into a guy's neck but like it's up to but that society that, as a whole to like kind of say yeah it's not okay yeah. but man that cop gave zero fucks man, fuck i don't think that, i'm not gonna put like i have his name i'm not gonna say his name fuck that yeah. guy. doesn't deserve it exactly george yeah. floyd yeah, rest in paradise, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, That's so fucked up, dude. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a little bit of a left turn. Talk about something a little bit more. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. You know, it's gotta be a left turn after that. We gotta take a left turn. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, comments, concerns, please reach out to us. We know it's uh, it's a weird time out there, but. Yeah, yo, actually, we want to know your takes on this matter mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck we talked about. For the subject in particular about mm-hmm. corruption, other bigger complex issues at hand. What do you guys think? I think that'll be something great. And uh, obviously, we like this podcast to be more of an open discussion too. Like mm-hmm. honestly, if you have hot takes, other than LeBron James is the goat, let us know, <coughs> and what? then we can fucking you know give you a shout out and even you know. Well, I mean, LeBron James is a goat. Isn't really a hot take. It's more of a fact. So. We're not getting into it today. This guy showed me the Dikumbi Mutembo finger wag. That's right. All right. NBA and sports in general. Talks about everything coming back. Who the fuck is coming back right now? NBA, NHL, like. NBA, NHL. I don't know, man. I don't follow NHL one second for like. So NHL already, I think, has a plan that was released about them coming back. Right. Soccer and like a lot of the world has come back. Yeah. Um. So let's kind of go off about okay. How do we want to how do we want to attack this? Okay, let's just quickly talk about sports coming back in general without fans. I don't know. Have you seen any of the soccer games? No. Okay. I I've only seen the UFC one. That's it. Right. That's but the even the UFC, I... like, how do you feel? Like, no fans. How does that? UFC works with no fans. Because you can hear the fighters and stuff, right? 
you can hear the punches being thrown and landed. Mm. I think that's fucking sick. Soccer, don't give a shit. <laughs> basketball, don't give a shit. What? You don't give a shit about watching basketball? No. Fans, no fans. Like, it, it's whatever to well, me. Like, obviously, I would prefer fans. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you see what's happening. Yeah. Right? In a fight, it's a little different because there's a... I don't know. There's something about a nice punch being landed that's kind of cool without sound. Oh, yeah. You can actually hear like... And also, another thing is in fighting too, especially in in boxing and UFC, it's like uh, fans think a punch is landed. Mm -hmm. They have a reaction and that sways the judge's scorecard as well. Yeah. yeah. That tends to happen a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah, You said this before. That, That gets stopped. Okay. But in basketball, it's fact. Like, you know the... Whatever the fucking layups, <laughs> dunks happening. I mean fouls. fouls Maybe the goaltends are a little more yeah. clear, but other than that, soccer the same thing. I would prefer the fans. Obviously, one hundred percent, I would prefer the fans because it's a vibe and a half. Like and that's one thing, man. Like I feel like, in, especially in team sports, you vibe off of your fans. Like I know it's not in soccer and ball too. Like if you have like people cheering you on, there's like a different emotion you get on the court. On oh, the field. for sure. Like, can you? Do you ever think, like, a LeBron would get a fast break, break dunk and then scream like he usually does? Yeah. Like, he's going to look so fucking stupid. <laughs> but it'd be lit, though. If he does scream, I'll give him props. Yeah. It's like, yo. That'd be, yeah. that'd be pretty hype. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, they are thinking about bringing it back. Um, NBA is thinking about bringing it back mid-July. Yeah. And um, so, starting their training camp because they want to do it so all NBA teams would ask for like a three week training camp so they would plan on starting the training camp from the last week of June okay okay what does that mean like what do you mean when they ask for so they want like you know before the season starts every team has a training camp where they like really get into it together because like, no, yeah, yeah. every athlete is training by themselves every day of the week like that's a given These no but I would think it'll be alright to have their own training sessions right now as a group or no, they're still not allowing. They're still not allowing like group it. things. Um, some some cities. I thought it was though, right? They mm. technically can. <laughs> no, no, they're only allowing like a maximum of like three to five people in okay, the area okay, at the same enough, time, right? So they're gonna do that. <clears throat> um, there's actually so much to go about this whole NBA situation now. It's like, do they finish the league? Do they play the rest of the league games? Do they go straight to playoffs? How does the playoffs work now? Yeah. Um, NBA players, there's actually like a meeting of like 12. I forget who they were. I know Chris Paul is like the president, right? Yeah, Chris Paul is like the NBA Association, Players Association president, I think. Yeah, yeah. And there was like 12 players at this meeting or 10 or 12 sure, players. Sure, LeBron's one of them. LeBron was there. Um, AD was there. Kawhi was there. Kawhi? What the f- Yeah, he's the leader of the... He's like the uncalled leader of... Um, Clippers? Yeah. Oh, this is this like a like a fucking family head meeting? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, I thought this was like an official meeting of, you know, people part of the NBA's players association. It's basically like a meeting that they did. Uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly who was on it. I know the um, Kawhi was on it. I know Dame Lillard was on it. Um, pretty much like a lot, a lot of like this was like a. I mean, obviously it was all like a Zoom call. But there was like a lot of high-ranking players on this, right, right, like on this call, and they basically talked about like bringing the, um, 
League back and how to do it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like a couple of weeks ago. I really want to know exactly who was on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see if I can quickly find this. League finances. See, right now would be a good time. If we had a sponsor, we would have given a fucking shout out. Okay, no, I can't. I can't quickly find it. It's like a whatever, man. Google this stuff sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but there was like a lot of hype before, and there and basically it was like a decision that the players made that. So yes, is, we're gonna bring is in this the that. meeting where James Harden said he doesn't necessarily prefer coming back so soon. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I don't remember. It's a meeting that happened like two. Or By the way, I also kind of agree with James Harden on this one too. What? Because. Cat like uh, was it Carl Anthony Towns? Mm-hmm. His mom passed away from COVID, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure there are a lot of players right now that you know that have family members mm-hmm. that are in these critical conditions or who has whatever diabetes, mm-hmm. heart, whatever respiratory issues. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of who the fuck stays clean the whole time. So now. So that's the thing, right? What they're saying is they're not. If the NBA comes back, it's not gonna come back like it is. They're gonna put it in a bubble. They're gonna pick one or two cities, and all the no, players. No, no, no. Again, even in in that bubble, mm-hmm. there's a good chance, right? Like, look at what happened in the UFC. Yeah, that one guy got it, but there hasn't been any cases that he transmitted to anybody yet. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's say. Well, you know, some guy goes somehow undetected, whatever, mm-hmm. and then he's playing defense. You know, well, there's a good chance. That's the whole thing. Like, so what? So one thing they're talking about is there is three cities actually in the running for the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Those three cities were Vegas, Orlando, and surprisingly Toronto. It's gonna be fucking Vegas. No, I'm actually they're actually leading towards Orlando. Orlando, yeah, really, because Vegas have the, doesn't have that much tax. <laughs> that what no, I Florida's think. pretty good with tax too. What do I know? <laughs> I mean, we ain't American. Yeah, we still gotta pay our Canadian taxes. No, no. Nah, the reason why they're thinking more so Orlando is because of the uh, Disney World, the ESPS, ESPN facilities there in Disney World, and um, they have like enough facility to house all these guys and house all the staff that's gonna require. It's easier to broadcast too. Easier to broadcast too. They have the ESPN facilities, which they have the courts and whatnot. Um. Yeah, so that's what they're kind of leading towards. Vegas is a close second because they play Summer League in Vegas, so it's already, like, proven that they can host these type of tournaments. Yeah, for sure. And I swear Silver just, like, threw up Toronto in there just to give Canada some pride and some love, but there's no way they're going to do it in Canada. Well, Canada is technically safer than U.S. <laughs> I know. No matter which way I know. you think about and it. And if you think about housing, housing toward, um, like, in terms of hotels and stuff, they're very close to the ACC. Oh, sorry, no, it's not ACC anymore. It's Scotiabank Arena. Right, right. Right? So that you can have, like, the players and stuff very close. So they're not, you know, having to travel very far. Yeah. And most of Toronto's, like, pretty shut down anyway. So it'd be good. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, but they don't want to pay taxes in Toronto. Yeah. It's what you said. It's the whole tax situation, right? They're not going to want to do that. They're not going to want to. They're an American company at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit about Canada. They want to keep all their money in the States, which is fucking stupid, but... I'm it'll only... be difficult to broadcast too. Not really. I would assume. I don't know. Probably be difficult to broadcast, man. Everything's gonna be. In fact, I'm actually excited because right now, all I think I just brought this up earlier. Most NBA arenas, they're like set up so that you, like, cameras are set up in such a way that it doesn't interfere with fan experiences, right? So there's a lot of angles that go undetected. 
Now, when there's going to be no fans there, they can literally put cameras wherever they want. They can have people, like, running on the sideline. Where Right, you can have all these crazy angles. Yeah, it's going to be sick. I mean, you already have those angles. So you have a lot of angles already. Yeah, NBA is yeah. Pretty, that's what I like about the NBA, man. Unlike the NFL, like, they're pretty proactive with this shit. Think so I feel like NFL has multiple angles too. The NFL has a lot of angles too, but NBA is like always looking for like a way to improve the game, a way to like bring like fan entertainment. Yeah. Because man, NFL, there's something about you know the Super Bowl. This like does not matter. It, the arenas will sell out. Oh yeah, the money yeah, will come. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's what it is. Um, I was thinking about a question. Oh uh, yeah. So, NBA Live or NBA Pass. Mm-hmm, League Pass. League Pass. Does that allow you to uh, watch stream games online? Yeah. Like, live? Yeah. It's the whole point of NBA League Pass. So, uh, yeah, you, watch, you stream every game online, live. You just got to pay for it. Mm, is that going to be free? <laughs> My guy, you think any of this is going to be free? Well, if they want fans. They it's want okay, fans. man. Shh, don't tell them we got a streaming site. Shh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't shut us down. No, NBA. but it, it'll be good for them to make it free for three months, hundred percent. They can make the money back easily with sponsors, and then if you want to increase viewership, fucking do that. So uh, okay, I'll, on the way home from work, I was. But actually, then they're gonna make sure the servers have the capacity to handle all the traffic, whatever this and that. Oh but yeah, the, like, the technical side of it, yeah, they can deal with. But I feel like, you know, I feel like there's something's in, in something's cooking. I feel like it has. There has to be some incentive because I feel like. I mean, most games are going to be on TV anyways. Oh, will it? Yeah. Most games... Are, right now, playoff games are on TV, man. You don't have to pay for the big playoff games. As long as you have, like, the... Even well, yeah, I know, but, like, how... Basic... It's going to be mad awkward, but... Like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? What? Without the fans. Yeah. But it is whatever, what it is. it is what it is. One thing that's going to be cool, though, is, like, you know how, like, some games they have, like, mic'd up players? Yeah. Right now, you'll be able to hear, hear players even more. You can hear, like, people calling, you know, cuts and picks and... What I'm excited for is trash talking, man. I know it's not as bad as it is in the 90s, but still, trash talking is a prevalent game in the NBA. Yeah. And they obviously censor all that shit for TV. I want to hear what they... Like, I wonder if we can be able to yeah, hear what they say. probably do the same thing. No, but the reason why a lot of it gets censored is because, like, you can't hear the court stuff because of all the fans. That's what I mean by censor, right? I really hope... Ah, oh, fuck, but then they can't really make it, like, PG-13. No, they get that's the thing. That would be so cool, man. I want to hear, like, people cussing each other out, like, yelling at players. Yeah. You know, like, Draymond calling out Paul Pierce that year? Yeah. Draymond's a character. <laughs> a character that's not in the playoffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, depending on the playoffs format that they do. There's no way Warriors even have a chance. Oh, yeah, that's true. So there's a couple of, I don't know if you heard, there's actually a couple of different formats. There was one that you saw. Yeah, right? it's the one that was discussed on, like, uh, whatever, ESPN Undisputed and the the show with all the Nick, right, all these fucking analysts. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it, it kind of like, uh, I don't know, uh, what's the the college uh, NBA? Just like, bra- so what, the, the, so is that the one where they just do 1-16? to 16? The tournament, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 1-16. to 16. Sweet sixteen? Um, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. March Madness. March Madness. Yeah. yeah. Round of sixteen. Uh, what yeah. they're talking about in that one uh, is um, they take the, the top eight from each side, the ones that are already in playoff contention as of yeah. today, May twenty seventh. They just kind of rank them one to sixteen. So in that place, I think Milwaukee comes first, LA comes second, um, Toronto comes third, Clippers, Clippers come fourth, fourth, and then so on. 
So then they just do, you know, 1 versus 16, 2 versus 15, and just do like a simple pair of bracket like that. In that case, Toronto would be facing um, most likely LA in the semifinals, and Milwaukee would most likely face Clippers see, in the semifinals. See, that's going to be bad for Toronto. Why? I don't think we're going to beat LA Lakers. Yeah. Well, as it is right now. Uh, as opposed to them following some sort of traditional East versus West type of deal. Then we then face, make we face Milwaukee in the, like, in the conference finals. There you go. And we, yeah, we actually have a better chance against Milwaukee than we do against LeBron. And I feel like... Well, we definitely do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Raptors deserve that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I get from a point of uh, entertainment. I, I don't think the players really give a fuck either. So, I really don't think players care. Some players care about the format. A lot of players actually care about the format. Because now there's... No, no. I mean, if you're already in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. If you're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure if you ask Kyle Lowry, all these guys, oh, you're going to face LeBron. I don't think they're going to give a well, shit. That's not... They're not facing LeBron in the first round. It'd basically be the conference finals. Mm-hmm. That they would... Hypothetically, they do that. Yeah. So, now a lot of players, especially in the West, because, like, the East, the ninth place team is Washington, and they're, like, four and a half games out, so they're not making the playoffs, even if you give them the rest of the season. Yeah. No way is Washington beating... Uh, who's in seven and eight? I think Orlando and Brooklyn? They can beat them, but I don't know. I don't know if they can work their way up into, yeah. like, one of those seven or eight spots, so yeah. fuck them. But in the West, like, from the last four, so 9, 10, 11, 12 are actually quite tight. And Portland Trailblazers is actually... Portland Trailblazers is in the mix. Um, <laughs> fuck Dame Willard. Pelicans are in the mix. So there's a couple of teams in the mix over there. I like the Pelicans, man. Pelicans want, are, f- are going to be a f- our fun team. That's what I'm saying. I like to see that team actually do something. So, okay, so this is Dame. Dame is like, yo, he wants a fighting chance to get into the playoffs. Right? No, I... I uh, yeah. He so should th- be given a fighting chance. So, okay, so this is all we're talking about hypotheticals. Like, there's so many different ways that NBA can go around this. Um, I think Adam Silver is pretty adamant, though, that he wants seven-game series. He said that. He's like, oh, he doesn't but want... Yeah, you can't... Yeah, he, you need to. He's like, he doesn't want to um, kind of... What's it called? Stick Make it to the back end of the day five-game series. Not even that. He's like, he wants to normalize the NBA as much as possible. No, seven-game series, if you don't have a seven-game series, you don't get three-to-one comebacks. You don't get none of this shit, mm-hmm. right? I mean, hey, five-game series worked in the past just to kind of do it, but he doesn't want to expedite He doesn't want to expedite it. He wants, like, yeah, real basketball happening, all that great stuff. Yeah. So, in that case... Um, and that's also another thing, too. Mm-hmm. We got to factor in, like... If you have five game series, I feel like these players will actually go off. Yeah. Right? They, they don't need to conserve energy. Yeah, they'll fucking go off. So, well, that's one thing. That's one thing. There's like so much of that. There's like, okay, so do they continue? Another option is they continue the season. No. How many games are left in the season? Like 15? Yeah, that's Something too much. Like, that's way too much. You got to do that and then the playoffs, that'll be too long. Yeah, because um, you already lost so much. You got to. But then how do the, but then how do you keep these guys in? So then do you do a play-in tournament? Yeah, something like that to quickly decide who the fuck makes. So like, so what um, some tournaments do is they seed like the top four teams, and then they let like nine, ten, eleven, twelve come in, and they would play like the bottom tier teams, and if they win those games, they make their way up the playoffs. Gotta let them do that. There's that. Oh, one thing I gotta say. So they're pre- NBA's pretty like adamant of like starting the season kind of ending by September of this year. Mm-hmm. Like you know whatever playoffs whatever happens ending everything 
No, I think they won it earlier. It earlier. No, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, like they started in mid July. Yeah, yeah. July. To September, yeah. They want to end it by September and then start the, I guess, the 2020 2021 season, December 25th on Christmas. That's crazy. That's what they're doing. So they kind of make the next year a shortened, like a lockout year, too. Mm-hmm. So there's. Whatever. I mean. So then, you know, they're giving themselves about, if they start mid July, they're giving themselves six weeks to finish off whatever system that they pick yeah right so playing tournament would be you know what i said bottom few teams play like say i guess if you say what is it 9 10 11 12 so 9 would face 8 11 would and 10 would no, face 7 i guess yeah 9's gotta fit yeah 9 faces 8 10 faces 7 11 faces 6 and 12 faces 5 so they play against each other and then you know the Winners of those, they then they do their conference. Another interesting, I, th- I was just telling SK is they're doing, they think about doing a um, soccer style tournament. It's probably the best. You think so? Say. Yeah. Okay, so quickly explain. It's not my idea. This is a um, Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer. Yeah. <clears throat> so Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer is uh, suggesting a soccer style tournament. So like in the World Cup, you basically have multiple groups and the groups play within each other. Top two from each group makes it. Usually, the so the World Cup has 32 teams going in. And if the top two from each group make it, because there's groups of four, 16 teams make the playoffs. Yeah, 16 teams make the playoffs. And then, um, you kind of go from there. Go quarters, semis, finals. Wait, is the, does the World Cup have 64 teams or 32? No, it's 32 teams. Yeah, why am I thinking? Like, I'm an idiot. Anyways, yeah. So whatever, some sort of tier-based mm-hmm. elimination style. So what uh, what Kevin O'Connor is suggesting again to kind of like allow some other teams that have a fighting chance. So it'd be the top twenty teams in the league, which incorporates the eight playoff teams from the east, eight playoff teams from the west, and, the and then the next random four teams all from the west. Because those teams are actually in playoff contention. Fucking Wizards aren't in playoff contention. Right? That's fine. That's, yeah, and I don't think anybody yeah, in the West like cares. I don't nobody think cares. Like Hawks deserve a chance. I don't think uh, New York deserves a chance. What's RJ Bear gonna do in the playoffs? Lose by forty? What was he doing in the regular season? Losing by thirty. Uh, <laughs> take it up a notch. <laughs> so yeah, what would happen there is they would out of those twenty teams, they divide them into five teams, and they're kind of like rank it being like. It'd be like the first, the top five teams all separate, then the next five teams all separate. So it's not like you can't have like Toronto Clippers and um, Lakers all in the same uh, group, right? To kind of even it out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then they would like divide it. So each group would have five teams. The five teams would all play each other twice. And then... It's getting uh, cold as fuck, yo. I know, man. This basement gets fucking... You want to swerve? Nah, but... (laughs) I wish it was this cold in my room, bro. Dude, I hate it, man. Why? So I sleep out there. Yeah, but it's still cold. Like, you should see my fucking room. I I broke my AC. The fuck do you do, man? No, like, it broke by itself. (laughs) Not like I broke it. I see the way you take care of the AC. You blast it as much as you can. Yeah, that's true. And then, (laughs) and then I had... No, 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 no. My parents broke theirs. And then I gave mine to Ah. them. And then now... I got a bucket of cold water in my room. <laughs> Yo, what about those fans you bought from Canadian Tire? Oh, fuck, bro. 
<laughs> they don't perform. They don't perform up to the task. Yo, you guys should uh, install like window ACs in your condo. No, apparently you gotta fucking do some shit. You gotta deal with management. Oh yeah, you. Any, anytime you have to do shit, I just give up. Yeah, no. I'd rather just sweat for a little bit. <laughs> just ride out the summer. Fuck it. Dude. Anyways, NBA season, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. I kind of want to get things rolling. Like, I just, I just want it to be over, man. Like, I would prefer this thing be a little traditional as opposed to non-traditional. What I mean by that is let East face out East, West face out West. Yeah. Just so Toronto can go farther. <laughs> just so Toronto can make the finals. And then, I would like to see Lakers face certain teams mm-hmm. right i would like to see even though I, I understand the finals you know bucks lakers that would still be great you want to see lakers clippers finals yeah that's my but only, the only way for that to happen is some doing it, non-traditional yeah but i also want to see my raptors make it far Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I actually like if any. Year, like I would all, almost prefer Raptors making it far than seeing the Lakers Clippers finals. <laughs> okay, my thing is like NBA seasons, especially the first round, has been so like like most first rounds have been dead. Like no one. Toronto fucking plays, bro. <laughs> no, but even then, like yeah, we lost our first game to Orlando, but then after we end up sweeping, we did a sweep right after that. We beat them four games in a row. It was pretty. Nonchalant, you know. Yeah. They went in, did their shit come up. It was Orlando, Philly, Milwaukee, Golden State. So that yeah, the first round was whatever, man. Most first rounds, I don't even remember what happened because I didn't bother watching it, like any other first round games except for Toronto's. Because yeah, I don't want to care. Who, man? But it's gonna be interesting. I want to see who steps up. I feel like it's gonna be Lakers and Clippers. They're the two teams, and yeah. also some analysts are saying that can't necessarily. Roll out the return of Kevin Durant. Really? Because I heard that Kevin Durant is like, Brooklyn's not going to push him back. Well, apparently he's had quite a, like over 400 days of rest. Which is actually more than any recorded... Uh, How the hell has he had more than 400 days of rest, my guy? He played against Toronto in the finals. So that was last June. Yeah, it's May. A year is no, 365 days. Is it... There's no way he's done is more. Is it June or? Yeah, he played us in June. Okay, then who the fuck wrote that article? <laughs> Someone almost as stupid as you. That's fair. <laughs> you, why do you believe it? Oh, I get no. I guess if you consider July, maybe it'll work out something like that. Because they played he, in the May. Because they played in May, right? They played in June. June was the NBA Finals. He played in June. So yeah, if he does July, so it'll be three hundred and forty, three hundred and sixty-five. It'll be like three if they play mid July. Yeah, yeah, it's almost four hundred. Okay, yeah, that makes sense if they play. Okay, yeah. so that oh yeah, that's what he, it okay, will okay, have yeah. been four hundred days. But according to other NBA analysts and according to the Brooklyn staff, and what they said is they don't want to push this guy. They don't want to push him. No, that makes sense because last that, time, last that, time he got that's pushed, that's a career-ending injury. So and that's the thing. Last time he got pushed, he pushed himself back against Toronto. And yeah, well, anyways, I don't think Durant should come back then. But hey, yeah, if he comes back, then yeah, that's another, you know, narrative to look at. That wouldn't have happened if the NBA, you know, ended the way when it was supposed to end. Right. Dude, another thing... And I, I don't think he's going to come back. 
Yeah, just one point. He already made that mistake once. Yeah, especially if he ends up having to face Toronto again, he's be like, "No, nah, I'm scared." <laughs> he's like, "Yo, I don't know, man." I, I. What do you think? How do you think it'll play out in your opinion? So what I was saying is like, right now with it being COVID and the way how like there's been such a hiatus, NBA is gonna do something different this year. I feel like the playoff system is gonna be something different. Number one to benefit those four teams in the West that have a chance of making the playoffs. And I think more so everyone's doing that because of Dame, because Dame has kind of called out everyone. Because like another another thing that I heard, another narrative that I heard is if they stick with their East West playoff series, a fucking hot take on everything, dude. He does. But yeah, they were talking about like if they do their East West, then they're gonna do five like pseudo regular season games just to kind of warm up all the teams again. But like mm-hmm. no, like the five games aren't gonna count towards the actual NBA standings. So at that point, Dame will straight up like, yo, why the fuck would I play and risk my legs? If these games don't count for shit. Yeah. And the same thing, like, why, why would LeBron play when he knows playoffs are coming up? Why would all these teams play? So that'd be stupid. Uh, I think that they are going to do a play-in tournament, maybe. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Another narrative I want to see is, I want to see Dame versus Russell Westbrook again. Yo, Trailblazers, Houston. Houston would probably have the edge in that. But watching Dame and Westbrook go at it, because they got some mad beef. No, I don't think it's... Uh... Yeah, but I think I don't see how Portland can beat Rockets. It'd be tough. McCollum would have to have like a career series for that to happen. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, he's no James Harden though. As much as I hate on the guy, he can still put up twenty eight points per game. Cool, Harden. Harden's putting up thirty five points a game. Like in that series. No, Harden... no, no. In the playoffs, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll still put up his twenty eight points per game. Twenty eighteen LeBron playoffs went up. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Harden's not in the same class as LeBron. No, that's true. That's true. LeBron's a fucking different animal. I just don't think he's the GOAT, that's all. All I know is this guy put up 50 against that Golden State team in Game 1 again in 2018. Yeah. This guy really like had a triple-double with 50 points. Playing against uh, Durant, Draymond, and I- Iggy. Like, all taking turns defending him. Yeah, but that defense is different, though. None of those guys are. Yeah. Still, the man put up fifty points, my guy. Like, okay, yeah, 49, for sure. But for sure. still, no, no, it was like fifty something. I think fifty-five, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? I thought it was yeah. forty-nine. I just kept running it up. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, it might have been more. Yeah. Right, overtime. Did he score? Overtime. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he was so pissed <laughs> off that he didn't score. <laughs> Dude, that that was just. Oh man, I still don't know how. J.R. Smith had a, you know... No, he got fired. <laughs> and who was it that missed the free throws? Was that Rodney Hood or... George Hill. George Hill, yeah, yeah. See, uh, like... I don't know, man. Did he miss both free throws or just one? I forget. I think he missed both. Fucking on clutch. Oh, it is what it is. Hey, you never know. He could have hit one of the free throws. They wouldn't even have an opportunity to rebound. And yeah, then... but my thing is this. is like, you know, why are we bothered by one game? Okay, okay, let's let's go. I know, I know. Let's go back. Final NBA final. So how did they go? How does NBA proceed now? Well, for me, it doesn't. I mm-hmm. don't care, honestly. I just want to see basketball. Yeah. However, form it comes. Yeah. And whatever, like, I think I would I would love to see Clippers Lakers finals just because of the narrative. But oh yeah. If it doesn't happen, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, you're you just know. trying to watch ball at this point. Yeah. 
But yeah. I'm more interested to see who's gonna step up. That's my thing. Especially after a hiatus like this. Yeah. I who's think I think I think if I can name a bunch of players, it'll be LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Embiid. I don't know. Maybe Embiid. No, I don't trust Embiid either. Um, they will try. Russ will try. The reason I say try, because for some odd reason, man, Dame is different. But with Russ, I feel like he's just like a Kobe. He like he's his own worst enemy. Oh yeah, like he can he'll but shoot himself except out of the Kobe, game. But except Kobe, well, I don't know. He Kobe was so good that he'll find himself back in the game somehow. Yeah. But Russ is just yeah. Russ will really shoot himself out. Well, yeah. one good thing about Russ is this year he hasn't been taking as many like outside shots. He's like controlled himself a little bit. Because we got our boy James Harden. <laughs> you think James Harden steps up or? I mean, he's... he should. Listen, I don't like his playing style. I feel like it's very overrated. I think him as a scorer, he can score. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's one of the all-time great scorers. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know what? Maybe top five. You know what? But he's at fifth. Like, I don't even think... Like fifth in the NBA right now? Um, In terms of ability... You know what? Maybe I'll give him third right now. In terms of scoring ability? Yeah. You would say... So, out of the... Okay, actually, you know what? No, no, no. Durant, no, Kawhi, Giannis, Dur- LeBron, AD. No, no, he, he's better than Giannis in terms of scoring. Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, and in terms of pure scoring, if you're talking about pure honestly, scoring... Honestly, I give LeBron the edge over Harden. I don't give In terms of pure scoring, yes, too? Yes. Really? I'd say LeBron's obviously the better Dude, player. Le- Le- listen, my whole thing about... I've never seen Harden post up. Have you? No. What the fuck are we talking like? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like step back, J. I don't care. Like step. I, I need to see different ways of scoring. Maybe that's the problem. Is like if that step back, J doesn't work, then stop stepping back all the time. And that's okay. that's what catches him in the finals because he has yeah. like a limited set of moves, and he keep and he has he honestly hasn't shown up in the finals yet. Yeah. So LeBron can at least post up, drive in. I mean J- James Harden can drive in, but LeBron can post up. He can do mm-hmm. this shit. He's he's got a couple of turnaround Jays. It's not consistent, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, definitely a better scorer. Even Paul George is a better scorer, I think, mm-hmm. overall. Right. Overall. Yeah. Because I, I still, I've seen Paul George still be a little dominant in the post. Like, mm-hmm. he's not as great, but... Well, Kevin Durant's not going to be in the playoffs, so we shouldn't be counting well, right now. okay, I'm talking overall, but if you take, talk about who's in the playoffs right now, I feel like Kawhi, LeBron, um, even AD, I don't know. Yeah, AD has a bag. Give and take. AD has a pretty big bag. Yeah. AD, um, definitely LeBron. Mm-hmm. Who else? I don't know. Like, I'm hesitant to give Jason Tatum and guys like that credit yet. I yeah. got to see them more. Yeah, no, of course. More, but of course. Chris Paul, like... Dude, Chris Paul's a say, fucking... He's so Paul's sick. a scrappy fight. Man, he literally has... OKC in the playoff contention. Right, that's my thing. I don't necessarily credit scoring in terms of the average. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I get that you can score more this much. I, I look at more so the ability. Of, like, creating plays, yeah. winning games. Different yeah. ways of scoring, variations of scoring. How can we... Like, I feel like Harden, you can only... As a coach, you can only give him one offensive set to run. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With guys like Kobe, like, you can put him anywhere on the floor. 
He can get buckets. That's the difference. And I think the only person in the playoffs that you can say that about is Kawhi. Just give him the ball anywhere. I mean, LeBron's pretty much like that too. but Not as good as Kawhi. Like, and that's the thing people need to... I feel like people need to... LeBron is not as comfortable. Like, if you give him at the top of the key, result is whatever. He'll get to the basket. Yeah. But if it's on one of the sides... Like one of the wings. Yeah, no. On the sense. wings. I've never seen LeBron be that good on the wings. He doesn't have, like, certain movesets where he'll, like, you know... Dream shake. What a post-up dream shake and a fade away. Like, he can do it. He has the ability. But he's not consistently doing it. It's not, he's got to think about it before he does it. Mm-hmm. With Kawhi, it's almost whatever. You give him wherever he wants it. Mm-hmm. And he'll make something work. That's the same thing about Kobe, too. Like, they had no virtual weakness. Right? They can make something happen out of anything. Yeah. I, I look at that as the ability as opposed to just scoring. Like, Kyrie. If Kyrie was present in the playoffs, he'll be one of the top scorers. No, oh, Kyrie is present in the playoffs. He's like seventh or eighth seed. But is not he hurt? The same. No, no, he came back. He came back. Oh, yeah, okay. he's been playing. Okay, I don't know okay. how effective he's gonna be because, like, again, Kyrie is unproven in the playoffs by himself. Think about what he did with Boston last year. No, but see, for me, that's all anybody who's small. There's yeah. not a lot of people who can do it by themselves who's small. I don't know, man. Derrick Rose did it. He, Rose as much it. as he could. Yeah. As well, again, yeah, true. Everybody hits a wall. Even Derrick Westbrook, man. Westbrook, Lillard the greatest it. athlete to... Lillard, like, took it to Golden State, and then after they f- couldn't win, but they still took it to Golden State last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the... Allen Iverson was the closest to ever getting it done. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, man. Even Isaiah Thomas from the Detroit Pistons, he had a stack squad. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. No, he just he just had bullies on his team. Yeah, but IT was... I mean, he, he was... Tough, tough yeah. motherfucker, but yeah. He's a real guy. But yeah, I feel like whatever, it'll play out. I'd mm-hmm. like to see who steps up. i like to see who honors Kobe at the end of it all. You know who I think is going to honor Kobe. Yeah, I, li- listen, man. You know, I, I think like LeBron has like, got that Mamba mentality into him after... Um, listen, man, so what is Kawhi? But after that, after that passing, I think LeBron is just going to do something else. I hope, like, listen, man. Whoever steps up, I give him credit. Like, even when LeBron was uh, uh, mounting that comeback in 2016, mm-hmm. I was all for LeBron. Mm-hmm. For me, if, you, if you're, if you like, on that clutch shit, I'm all about it. Yeah. Like, last year, I was, no, the, the year before last year, mm-hmm. when he was making all this stuff, I, I didn't give a fuck. Because, like, it felt like he was playing against kids. Mm-hmm. There were no grown mans. Until the finals. Even then, there were a bunch of fucking... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Bunch of sissies all fucking squatted <laughs> up. Like, for me, it was not interesting. Miami Heat, those finals were better. Like, against the Spurs, that was a like was some tough people he had to go up against. Yeah. So, anytime he came up clutch, I would cheer for that. Like, yeah. I want him to be... I want him to achieve that greatness, but... Man, still, man. Well, that's Kawhi, why... Kawhi's in the way. Yeah, no, it's going to be a tough game against Kawhi. Listen, man, people underrate Kawhi. Kawhi is right up there <laughs> with LeBron as the best player. Well, I think people like rate him now that after what he did with Toronto, what that Toronto Yeah, I don't did. think people realize how tough that is. By the way, Nick Nurse was a first-year coach. Mm-hmm. He got that motherfucker ring first year. Yeah. That's not something you can say about anybody else. Yeah. Right? That's... I like... 
Kawhi, the calmness in him is the scary part. He just trusts the process. I don't think he bitched about Nick Nurse drawing a play for Serge Ibaka to take a three. I remember. I forget which game it was. Yeah. Like, he he didn't care. It was just like, whatever, let's get it done. He didn't pull up Pippen and try to walk off the court. Right. Like... And then, and dude, I don't think people realize how similar Kawhi's career has been to Jordan's. It's not even funny. Like, first off, mm-hmm. physically, the big hands. Yeah. He's the only guy since Jordan to have Jordan's hands at that size. Mm-hmm. Second, the defensive players. Mm-hmm. Like, defensive player of the year, whatever. Yeah. And that mid-range post, efficiency, all that stuff. He's coming back. The shot, the only other player you can actually, after Jordan, mm-hmm. is Ray Allen, who has the shot. And yeah. then it's Kawhi. The shot. What about Kyrie's shot? <sighs> I mean, I guess they still had time on the clock. They saw about a minute on the clock. Yeah, it wasn't as clutch. Okay. But nonetheless, it is certainly a shot. Mm-hmm. Right? But Ray Allen's and Kawhi's. I think Kawhi's just like... I think just because of the whole hype behind Toronto and the amount of times it bounced. Yeah. And how Kawhi Every, like it, everything, it was iconic. Like, it was as iconic of a <sighs> shot as you can get. And then, dude... Jordan took Nike to a next level. This guy is taking New Balance to a next level. Like, if, yeah. he, if he wins multiple championships, the narrative is going to be, oh, shit, he's in the same class with Kobe and Braun and MJ. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. It's like he's in his class by himself. No, not by himself, like, with all these all-time greats. Yeah. And then New Balance, you don't think that's, the stock's going to rise? Of course. That's Damn, how did this conversation go from playoffs to... Kawhi? Fuck, no. Kawhi glorification. <laughs> Yo, man. Still my MVP. No, no, for sure. Oh, one thing I was going to say. So with playoffs, I don't know. Have you seen the NHL play- playoff format? No. So NHL is all, like, given their official playoff format release. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to continue with seven games or they're going to play five games. i got to look at that. But what they did is um, the top four teams are seeded. And then the next four teams, it's like a play-in tournament for those four teams. So it's like teams 5, 6, 7, 8 are going to play 9, 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. But one really, really weird thing. So that's a good thing that gives like the... So Toronto Leaves actually get a chance now to make playoffs. But one weird thing is that... I, th- I find it super weird. So their draft system is... They're going to do the draft lottery before the playoffs start. Okay? Yeah. So teams already know what they're getting before the playoffs start. So a team like Leaves has the chance of winning first draft pick. But if any of the play-in teams win that the top three draft picks or something, and they make it to the second round of the playoffs. So if Toronto going in, because they aren't a good team this year, but they go in, they win the first draft, number one draft pick, then they win their game because they get scrappy, they just get hyped up and they win that. Mm-hmm. Go to second place in the second round of the finals, they lose their draft pick. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> not really <laughs> so so basically like it, the draft lottery happens like everyone knows okay you know Raptors get I mean Leaves get this draft Oilers get this draft um, yeah. Canadian Montreal Canadians get this draft right then if but like, the Leaves are eliminated right so if they lose they lose so right now right now as it is if the playoffs are to start and they only do the top 8 teams in the Western Conference yeah. Leaves don't make it but because they're going to play in tournament Leaves have a chance of going up so if they go up and they win their game then they have to give up their draft. But if they lose their play in tournament game, then they keep their draft. 
So what incentive does a team have, a team like Toronto being like, okay, can't they just stop and think, be like, oh, we probably don't have a chance of winning it, so let me just lose on purpose to keep my draft pick? Doesn't that sound a little, like, that just sounds a little weird to me. Like, by that logic, why are they doing the draft lottery before this playoff start? Why don't they just do the draft lottery after after the playoffs? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I just want to bring it up because that's, like, another, you know, national sport. But what's everybody, like, what's the reaction to that? I haven't seen one of the reactions. I literally yeah. just found out, like, on Sportsnet, like, right before I left for <laughs> What? That doesn't make any sense. Right, that, that was my something. reaction, too. So, me and my boy, we're no, just looking no, at it. Most like, likely, we probably understood it wrong. No, no, because me, well, me and him, we looked at it, like, for a while. We're like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, yo, you know what? There's a high chance that we, I, you know, I'm not a... <laughs> yeah, you probably fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that went so over your head. <laughs> Let's just hope NBA doesn't do... Well, NBA is not going to do some dumb shit. They're going to do their draft lottery after. Yeah. Draft and stuff. Anyways, I mean, you want to talk anything else? Nah, man. I feel like we went all over the place today. But whatever, it's just one of those podcasts. It's like... Just one of those kind of days. One of those kind of days. Hopefully next week you can get a guest. Yeah. Got people... I mean, we've been saying we're going to get a guest for the last three Yeah, podcasts. but it's like COVID, man. Like, it's tough to... By the way, if anyone knows how to set up, like, how to get Zoom calls and record them so that we can have the guest without them physically being here please let us know because i don't know how to do that <laughs> you gotta get a professional account or something like that i don't know how to do that <laughs> me neither <laughs> it's but kind anyways of... yeah our producer's on vacation <laughs> what producer <laughs> hey man she's on vacation right now <laughs> okay if you say so maybe maybe we can get her to look that up uh, true true all right, man. Thank you for uh, being with us this week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the sounds of me eating potato chips is going to be all over this podcast. It's okay, man. You know, Ramadan's Yeah, it is what it is, man. Ramadan's over. We can yeah. eat. I can eat, even though I haven't been eating much. Thank you for being here with us, guys. Yeah.